0: Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Here we go, brownies. Here we, here go. we go. Yeah, this for my dogs from the east to the west side. Rocket brown and orange with me, baby. Let's ride. Represent the land, let them know. Tell them, here we go, brownies. Here we go. Yeah, here we go.
1: And we're back, everybody, for an off awesome season edition of the Here We Go Brownies podcast. I'm Allie Heisong coming to you live from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Joined with me out in Boise, Idaho, Dustin. How you
0: doing? Allie, I i don't know how I'm doing, Allie. Let's, I'm just going to just start the show. I don't know how I'm doing. But I can tell you one thing. That I do know I'm happy about is my Boise State Broncos won the Mountain West Championship. They're going to the NCAA tournament. They're playing the Memphis Tigers tomorrow morning. I am super excited about that. First time they've won the conference. Memphis is a tough out. And then they get to meet Gonzaga if they make it past the first round. Nah, well, it was a nice ride. But Can I tell you something? West, yeah.
1: I took, you're, you're going to like this, I took your Boise State Broncos to win in the first round over memphis in my work bracket so
0: all right so did barack obama by the way a lot of people pointed that out across the country his bracket he had boise state i'm like how the hell does he know about boise state but anyway
1: didn't expect that um well browns fans we don't expect a lot of things um thanks everybody for joining i want to be transparent here um this is gonna be a little bit of a different show than probably what you're used to uh this is completely unscripted. Normally, I send, I send Dustin uh, a, a, a Google sheet. We do uh, kind of a working document of show notes of ideas that we're going to talk about. Uh, we segment this show out. Uh, That's not going to happen tonight. I think we need to just have a candid conversation of what's going around (laughs) in uh, the Browns news and just the Browns atmosphere right now. Um, I think it's okay that we have a little bit of a more emotional conversation, maybe. Uh, We're just going to be transparent here. I'll be honest with you. There may or may not be tequila in this drink. Well, there might be.
0: We just saw what happened previous with my drink. So. I'm ready. Yeah.
1: Um, so, this is going to be a little bit different. We ask that uh, you interact with us, drop us a comment, tweet at us. Um, we're going to be going through those as we have this conversation. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Um, also, we ask that if there's any huge news updates while this show is going on, can you drop that in the comment? Because I might not get it in real time. So, please keep us in the loop. Um,
0: but we, we had this little comment before the show started. Watch, everything's going to hit the fan literally in the middle of our show. And That's we'll
1: just no, the way it, our luck works. But um, Dust, I want to kick it over to you. Before we kick it off here, uh, we won't go in any particular order. I think we'll just kind of have a conversation of everything that we're hearing. We'll give you the facts of what we know. Obviously, we'll talk through the transactions, the trades, um, things that, that are out there. But we'll talk through the rumors, the speculation. Um, but Dust, I want to turn it over to you. Um, I've been feeling a little bit emotional and just kind of not sure how to navigate my feelings. Um, mm-hmm. But how are you feeling?
0: Well... It's been crazy. Like I, I've thought of Browns last last off seasons. Uh, I can't remember another off season. Hell, last seven days <laughs> of a, of a Browns off season where so many moving pieces and parts are happening in real time. Um, I don't know how to feel yet because here's the thing: we don't know, right? We don't know yet, right? There's a there's a couple pieces and parts that still haven't dropped. So I'm kind of like. I think every Browns fan is like, you know, like refresh their Twitter 300 times a day. Right. They're my like,
1: I'm just sore from scrolling.
0: <laughs> right. You're like, okay, Nope. Adam Scheffler, Nope. Ian Rapport. Nope. Not happening yet. Like, like, you're kind of like, okay, when is this shoe going to drop? Do we get a new quarterback? Do we not? Like all that is so much in play. So my emotions are kind of like, ugh, like, you know, like I just don't have, I'm more like, I don't know what's happening. Um,
1: Look at you. I heard your phone vibrate and you're already on it. I know this is, this is pathetic. This is how this has been for me. (laughs) I think this is, I can speak for everybody. This is just how it's been the past 24 hours. Um, I'll tell you last night as I'm falling asleep, like I was fighting sleep as I'm refreshing Twitter, just because I thought I was going to miss something. And by the way, I did, as I was asleep, Browns bring in Jakeem Grant. So we're going to get to that. Uh, (laughs) Obviously, obviously the, Biggest news, the biggest rumor is this Deshaun Watson situation. Um, what we know right now is that it's kind of narrowed down to four teams, the Cleveland Browns, the Atlanta Falcons now in the mix, um, the Carolina Panthers, and uh, the New Orleans Saints. So the ball is in his court. Something to remember through all of this is that he has a no-trade clause. So he essentially <laughs> he has the power to determine where he's going to go. Ultimately, the Houston Texans have the final card and they can decide essentially where he's going to go. Should he approve any of those destinations?
0: Right.
1: Reportedly, um, that all of those uh, all of those destinations that I previously mentioned had already given their trade proposals to the Houston Texans and they have approved them. We don't necessarily know what all of those include, but we would have to imagine several first round picks. Um, probably a few second round picks um, and players would probably be involved in that. My thinking Dustin is if you're Deshaun Watson and you're going to go play for a team, sure. You want to get a haul back because pride, right? You want to know what you're worth, but Mm -hmm. for your new destination, I would imagine that you would not want to go somewhere that is going to be completely depleted in the attempt to try to get you.
0: Yeah. And you know, here's one of the things that's kind of went through my mind through this whole process before the Browns or any of these teams have taken the meeting, right? Deshaun had to want to go there, right? So I think the Browns have already done a little bit of a coup here. And the fact that Deshaun raised his hand and said, yes, see what the Browns are willing to trade. I'll talk to them." right? Like I think that in itself is something, right? That's, that's kind of moving the Browns five years ago would not even be in this discussion with the team, right? They wouldn't even be in this ball. So, the fact that the Browns were able to take their front office and actually go down and have a very articulate meeting with him and have a conversation seems to me this franchise has moved heaven and earth down the road, right? The other thing that I've been thinking about that's not getting a lot of press is Andrew Barry. I think Andrew Barry in this deal will be the deciding factor. It won't be the owners. You have a young African-American um, GM here that's that players love they talk about how great he's going to be for a long time I don't think much that is not being talked about and I think that could come back to that was one of the biggest things was Deshaun Watson was not liking ownership not liking the GM that whole entire he just didn't like what he felt I think when Andrew Barry walks in the room he's going to come in or he did come in very confident and said I have a plan for you and here it is right I just, I just think that's not been talked about a lot. And I think that would be the over-the-hump for the Browns if it ends up happening.
1: That's a good point. Um, I think you have to think if you're Deshaun Watson, obviously you want to go to a winning situation. Um, and you probably look at the Cleveland Browns as the prime destination out of those yeah. teams that I listed. Now, we know – actually, I can't say that we know, but we can speculate that um, he would value – Uh, just structure within an organization. Mm -hmm. Um, He would value a a nice roster. The Cleveland Mm -hmm. Browns have that. Uh, We don't know how he would feel about playing in cold weather. Not entirely sure. Uh, But I will go out on record here, and I want to kind of talk about where I stand on this before we get too far into the woods here. Um, I'll be honest with you, Dustin. I'm pretty firmly against this trade. Um, I'll be honest with you, I, I'm not entirely sure how I feel um, or, or how I would feel if it were to happen. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we know the, the sexual misconduct, the 22 counts. Uh, he was uh, not indicted by the grand jury, um, but that does not necessarily mean that he's an innocent man. Um, you know, And as a woman, I'm not going to throw that card around too often here, but I'll be sure, honest sure. with you, I don't like this. I don't want it. I don't want the baggage. I do not want to have to root for my Cleveland Browns with condition. I, I do not believe that the price of a Super Bowl or a winning season um, should come at the cost of 22 or more women. I, I just don't right. think that that's fair. Um, I don't know how I'll, I'll feel necessarily if this does happen. I, you know, I'll figure that out. Uh, right. I don't know. But I'll be honest, I would rather explore other options. Now, I don't know what the bridge between the Browns and Baker Mayfield looks like, if that's repairable, if that's burnt, what that even looks like. Uh, if you would ask me two weeks ago if Baker Mayfield will be under center in 2022, I would have said, heck yeah, I think yes, yeah. that is how that's going to play out. Right now, I'm probably 70 30 the other way.
0: Yeah. So, and I would say probably- a lot of
1: a lot of emotion to, to yeah. navigate. Uh, yeah. But. <laughs>
0: And I thought about I that like too. It. Yeah. And I thought about that too. Cause I mean, you know, we can go back in time a little bit with Kareem Hunt, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, we take on something that was very visual, you know, a crime did occur. It was on video, very graphic, right? All that kind of stuff. And the team took a chance on something like that. Now, the one thing that I was that was reported, I can't think of the reporter's name out of Cleveland, but she said this team came with uh, the Browns came with a very detailed how we're going to work on repairing that image and your what you will look like going forward as a human being. That was actually part of the Browns' uh, conversation with him. So I think the Browns know that that's coming, right? Like there is going to be some pushback. There is going to be some PR stuff they're going to have to work through, right? So I think they have to do their due diligence on this. And, you know, we don't know what's going to have, to your point, is going to come of those... Uh, Civil cases, we don't know what that's right, going to happen. So, um, And someone even brought up, like, well, if the civil cases get dropped, can the NFL even fine him? I mean, you know, can they even suspend him, right, at that point? Because he was, you know, cleared of all things. Um, but they brought up things like Big Ben and these other guys that were never found guilty but still ended up getting suspended four or six games, right? So there's that kind of ramification that the Browns are going to have to think about, too is there some suspensions coming if you sign someone like that? So,
1: You know, Dustin, I, I think that the sole focus this offseason was, and this is no shock to anybody, I think we can all agree that the 2021 uh, performance by Baker Mayfield, whether or not he was hurt, was not up to the standard, right? That's not – it was an unacceptable season. Even if he was hurt, of course, maybe he should have sat out, whatever. We know that this wasn't the level of play that the that we aspired to have. But you know, coming into this, it, it's it's one of those things that you know. It, what do you value, right? Do you do you value winning? Do you value morality? You know, what is it? Um, and I think that there are other players in this organization, Dustin, that obviously have passed that. Yeah. Isn't great. But do you want to mortgage your future for the next three to five years on somebody with this much baggage? Yeah. I personally don't. Does Deshaun Watson give you the best chance at winning? Yes. Yes. Out of all of the quarterbacks that are out there, Jimmy Garoppolo, let's throw Derek Carr in the mix. I don't know if he's available. Matt Ryan. Now, if he's available, Baker Mayfield, even Does Deshaun Watson give you the best chance of winning. Clearly he is the best player. And I don't even Mm -hmm. think that's arguable. But the number one priority going into this season, in the offseason rather, was to improve the passing game, bringing in pass catchers. We did that with the Amari Cooper transaction. We'll talk about that here in a moment. Of course, we'll address wide receiver tight end in the draft Um, and looking at the quarterback, whether that is the development of Baker Mayfield and his improvements or bringing in somebody else. But do you do that? Do you mortgage the franchise on somebody with this much baggage? I, I don't like it for several reasons, one being the obvious, two mm-hmm. being you don't even know what the suspension is going to look like, fines, anything like that. We sure. don't know. I think this is just too much of a gray area. I don't love it.
0: Well, and I know the Browns, it's being reported they've done a lot of due diligence, even before last Friday, you know, everybody around his camp and everything, so um, again, I don't think Andrew Berry goes into this lighthearted, right? I mean, they, right. there's and there's probably a lot we don't know, too. Like, I always think that, you know, we see. Yes. yes. And so I always say you're innocent until proven guilty, right? I mean, like, everybody has a past and everything. But here's the thing that I know. Um, elite quarterbacks don't grow on trees in the National Football League. That's why teams do mortgage half their future, <laughs> to get an elite quarterback. And here's where I kind of am. I, I like Baker Mayfield. I love that he, against the Jets, changed the culture on that night and everything changed in Cleveland. But for four years, it was a very uneven kind of roller coaster, right? Good year, bad year. Good year, bad year, right? Like, I, I don't, I never got consistency. Well, this is what I do know as a, as a Browns fan. I have to face Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert. It's a gauntlet. Do I think Baker Mayfield can get me? Through that gauntlet? Eh, I don't think so. I, I mean, I'm just going to be – I don't think that guy can get me through that, right? And I think that's where the organization says, we have Chubb. We have an offensive line. Our defense is good. This is our window. What are we doing with our window, right? Like, that's my my kind of thought process. So I think that's why they kind of went this direction and said, okay, now, all the cap space we're going to get into this that the Browns have now created with themselves, they have a plan B. They absolutely have a plan B if Deshaun doesn't come. Mm-hmm. Is it Garoppolo, someone like that, that I think is not risky, right? You know what you get with him, right? He's pretty good with talent around him. The yeah. Browns have a plan A or B here. But from everything I see, Baker Mayfield's played his last game in Cleveland. Like he's like taking his social media, he's removed all of his names off of being a Browns quarterback. And well, by
1: the way, he never he never actually had. Uh, uh, there's a tweet going around. I want to. I do want to clarify for anybody that's yeah. not seen this. Um, there's a tweet going around that says Baker Mayfield has removed being the Cleveland Browns quarterback from his bio on Instagram and Twitter. Um, it's it was never there in the first place. Yeah. So, but to your point, Dustin, I I do agree that it seems that that is the case it does seem that that's the way that this is going um that the Browns and and uh Baker Mayfield are going in other directions um I'm not entirely shocked by that I think we 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 all wanted this to work out um desperately I think we all thought he was the guy right um and it's it's okay to be upset that that this maybe didn't play out I know I'm upset about it He's a guy yeah. he that to root for. Well, he, he was a guy it. that embodied the spirit of Cleveland right. in a way. Yeah. You wanted this to work out. And it is heartbreaking. It's it is that yeah. maybe it's not. Maybe this isn't the case. It's not what we thought it was. Um, and that's we're, okay. We're, this happens. It's the NFL. This happens. Uh, well, but it's all about the rebound, I suppose.
0: Well, and here's the other thing. I don't think Baker Mayfield writes a 2 paragraph thing on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to the Cleveland fans in the city. If he doesn't already know something, right? Like, I mean, like he's got to know if it ain't Deshaun, it's somebody else and I'm on my way out. If
1: it's not Deshaun, it's clear they want to upgrade here.
0: Right. Like, and now there's rumors around there. They want an adult in the quarterback room. You know, that's- now,
1: let's address that real quick. I'm not sold on the fact that that came from um, a direct member of this front office. One thing Correct. I do want to make perfectly clear. And if you haven't seen this already, through the past few seasons under Andrew Berry, we've got some pretty, pretty smart people in that front office.
0: Right. They don't no, leak not, much. They don't leak much.
1: Right? No. Um, and I will say this too. I, I do trust in Andrew Berry to, to make decisions based on the betterment of this team for this season. And for the next couple of years, I think that that's the way that he will go about his business and has shown that he does go about his business. Um, but at the same time, I don't think that they are petty, in a sense, that they're going to no. throw something out there like that. Now, maybe somebody within the organization did, and it got leaked. Um, but I don't think that that came from a direct member of this front office. I I, I just don't. I think that that's kind, of, that's kind of strange.
0: Well, yeah. And here's the thing. Baker hasn't demanded a trade yet. I mean, I'm assuming that will come in the... And I'm assuming the Browns will try to find a good suitor for him. They're just not going to kick him to the curb, right? Um, I know the Colts have been rumored as a possible landing destination. Mm -hmm. I've also heard of a very interesting scenario where the Browns send two firsts to uh, Houston and Colts send uh, a pick as well, their first, and send Baker to Indianapolis so they end up getting three first rounders in kind of a three-way kind three-way of thing
1: trade. I've also seen that now with um, uh, with Atlanta sending Matt Ryan to Indianapolis
0: yeah
1: um, and uh, I, I don't remember what it was but we were involved Atlanta somewhere involved in Houston there's there's all sorts of different trade scenarios yeah. right now it's a lot of speculation um, but I do trust that Andrew Berry probably does have something up his sleeve and if if this doesn't work out with the Deshaun Watson situation and the Baker Mayfield situation, I do believe that he has the capacity and resources to bring in somebody else that could get the job done. I, I do right. believe that now at this point, you do have to start exploring other options. And Dustin, let's go down this road a little bit. Let's just say Deshaun Watson isn't brought in here. Baker Mayfield does want out because of this situation. Sure. Let's take a look at some of these other quarterbacks. Okay. And let's, have an honest discussion. Obviously, we know that the big names, where they're at. But let's just, I'm going to run through a couple of these. You tell me yes or no. Okay. Um, Matt Ryan. No. Okay, let's address this as, let's think about this as the next two years. Okay, let's not think like five years or so, because I don't think any of these names that I am going to list would be a five-year long-term option. Let's just look at this year and maybe next. Matt so- Ryan.
0: So Off no, the board,
1: no Matt Ryan. No Matt Ryan. I, I could be talked into it. I think that there's other names, but I don't think I'd lose sleep if we did bring in Matt Ryan. Um, I think I think it could be okay. I think there's some better names. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo.
0: Yes, and I can give you a couple reasons why. Okay. What? Uh, um, without mortgaging our future, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to take a lot to get him. You get a quarterback that's has playoff and Super Bowl experience. Um, He's going to make the layup for you, but he's not going to, he's, you know, he's going to, he's not going to make mistakes, right? Like he's going to come in and run the Stefanski offense. And I feel Kevin would feel very confident with him behind center. And by the way, when he's got talent around him, he's pretty damn good, right? Like he's not going to blow your socks off, but he's going to, you know, he's going to manage the game as one might say. So, um, probably not going to cost you a lot of money either um, on a two or three year bridge deal, as they would call that a bridge quarterback. I, I'm okay with that. Like you're not blowing up the system by doing that. And you're not, and you're not completely mortgaging your entire system or your your future away in the process.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think I could definitely be talked into Jimmy G. Actually I'd have him probably ahead of Matt Ryan. I, would definitely be open to that he's um and, and you look at him like a bridge quarterback too, right? You know, he's not going to be here in the next five years. You're going to probably draft somebody in next two to three. Yep. That's fine, but have somebody that can kind of bridge that gap. And by the way, guys, while we're talking through this, we're approaching it as Deshaun Watson doesn't want work out um, and neither does Baker Mayfield because he sees what's happening. So we're not saying that any of these guys are necessarily like better than either of those two. Correct. We're saying, these are some other options.
0: I call it the. These are the chairs on a on a on a ship deck, and you're just arranging chairs to. Right. You, let's
1: just say Baker Mayfield and Deshaun Watson are totally out of the picture. Here's some other plug and play kind of guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek Carr.
0: I could be talked into that, um, depending on what draft capital we'd have to give up. Now, a lot of people don't realize this. He was a top five passing quarterback in the NFL this year, like mm-hmm. top five. He was number five. Um, on um, passing, like he puts up good numbers. Um, I could be talked into Derek Carr because I think he's really underrated. Sometimes, like I, I don't know why he gets a bad rap, but he's a pretty good quarterback. Um, I I could be talked into to Derek Carr for sure. I'm
1: actually kind of. I really like Derek Carr, um, and I've said this before this season, actually, uh, with kind of the tragedy that ensued over there in in Vegas and everything that they went through. I like Derek Carr. I think he's a he's an yeah. above average player. I think he's a a really good football player. Um, but you know, I think he would be very good right now in Cleveland in this situation. Um, one, I think he would play very well in this this offensive scheme. Um, but secondly, Dustin, I think that given the, kind of the turmoil that's going on within the organization right now and the fan base, he's, he's a leader. You know, this, he, he is a man,
0: right? Right. He is an adult well, about, um,
1: that can you know? lead men.
0: Yeah, we talked about this. How many quarterbacks would be able to endure what he did this season? I mean that was
1: exactly and, I mean, and that's a lot that's a
0: lot to be throwing at any grown man, let alone somebody yeah. on a football team.
1: Again, not somebody I'd probably see here in the next five to ten years, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's definitely somebody the next couple of years that could that can get you places. He took the Raiders to the to the playoffs going through everything that they went through. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely somebody that's that's eye opening. A couple others I'll throw at you. Um, Marcus Mariota.
0: Yeah, I, I just, I guess I just don't like that in the sense that I feel like we're rebuilding at that point. Like, is he going to get to the playoffs? Like, right? Like, it doesn't make me feel like he's going to get us to the playoffs. I don't know that. So I kind of, I'm kind of lukewarm on it. I'd rather, I'd rather run out with Case Keenum, quite honestly. Some guy that's known the offense for two years. If we're going to do something like that, but yeah.
1: I don't know. I kind of still see a little bit of an upside with Marcus Mariota. Um, again, not somebody that I, I think can take you to the promised land, but. I'd ha- rather have some of these other guys, but you know, he's, he's a name on the list. Um, and lastly, I'll tell you this. I don't necessarily think this is a good fit, but it's an interesting one is Jameis Winston.
0: Yeah. I can put up l- big numbers, but yeah. I mean, uh, again,
1: Weird fit, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, and also kind of a checkered past, right? I mean, if you want to talk about somebody that's had some, you exactly. know, yeah. some, some issue, you know, in the past, here's the other thing Ali, that was interesting. You brought this up on the last show uh, Andrew Berry sees a very, he values youth, right? Youth uh, um, when it comes to his players. Jean, Deshaun's younger than Baker Mayfield.
1: Yeah. He's
0: 26. So I found that kind of interesting too. Like, you know, does he see this as a guy that's going to be here for the next 10 years, right? Like mm-hmm. he's 26, you know, maybe we have to rework a contract or whatever, but long-term he might be the answer, right? So I I found that to be a little interesting that he's actually a little younger than even Baker Mayfield. So thought that was interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> there's that again, guys, we did approach that in the sense that Baker Mayfield and Deshaun Watson are off the table. Um, we don't know what that bridge looks like between the Browns and Baker Mayfield. What do we know about Baker Mayfield? He's an emotional guy. Um, he put out that, that <laughs> statement um, after this, of course, Not even speculation at this point. The reported news: the Browns did meet with Deshaun Watson. I mean, are kind of flirting with that situation. Uh, He put an emotional statement out there, thanking the city of Cleveland. Some took it as a goodbye post. Some took it as more of a reflection. But I don't know. We don't know what that relationship looks like. But if I had to guess, it's it could be beyond the point of repair.
0: Well, you know what I found interesting about that particular it was pretty heartfelt. I mean, it was not, it wasn't like a diss or anything. Um, I found it very interesting that Colin Cowherd said it was the most matured thing that Baker Mayfield's ever done. And what he meant by it was, look, I know the fans of Cleveland. You love me because there is a large contingency that, you know, would be very sad to see Baker go. And I gave it all my, I gave him my all, but he's also talking to a future um organization. I'll work tough for you. I'll work hard. I'll give it my all. Right. It was kind of interesting. Like he was basically saying, Hey, if it's not goodbye, you, you know, you know, I still love you and all that, but also it, I don't know my future, but I'll work really hard for you. It was a very interesting. I mean, it was pretty interesting how he laid it out. He kind of left it open ended for whatever decision decision may come forth. So it was kind yeah. of interesting, but. Uh,
1: well, I'll it, tell you this. It has been a very long 24 hours. That is for sure. Um, you don't know what to make of any of it. Right. And and guys, we, we are just, we are not employed by the organization. (laughs) We are not reporters. We don't have sources. We just are, you know, two clowns with a microphone, right? That's who we are. Um, so, don't that's take funny. anything that that's we are funny. saying. Don't take anything that we are saying um, with a lot of gravity. Because unless,
0: unless we're reporting some breaking news that happens during this show, and you should take that with.
1: Me. And that's only coming from Adam Schefter with a blue check mark. By the way, by the way, everybody, if you are on Twitter. Before you retweet anything, make sure that whoever you're retweeting, if it's like breaking news from an Adam Schefter or an Ian Rapport, just make sure they've got that blue check mark. There's a ton of those fake accounts going around. I almost got duped yesterday. It's hard. Hard. I, I even had I even had the response ready to go, the quote tweet, all of it. Um, and I was like, oh, wait, they spelled his name wrong and there's no blue check mark. So just make sure. Well, there,
0: that there's it's something actually right. going around on Facebook, Allie where the Browns are trading for Deshaun Watson and they're having to give up Nick Chubb, Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett, and like three friends. Like,
1: Joel Batonio, Jeremiah Wusukoromoa, oh and Allie
0: Yeah, I'm like, what the hell is that? And what is your source? I'm like, come on, get, your, get a grip, people. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, it is tough sometimes being a Browns fan. And this week has really tested my will to obviously, you know.
1: It's been, it has been. And I, I don't think that... I don't want to shy away from that. Right. Like I kind of want to embrace this emotion of it sucks sometimes rooting for the <laughs> Cleveland Browns. <laughs> I mean, my God, it, you know, I was going back and forth on Twitter today and um, would you
0: have loved to be woken up and uh, um, you know, and your parents were New England Patriots fans? I mean, you'd have such a better life, right? Like you'd be like, I know, oh,
1: look, time. and I'm not saying I'm not saying that I hate being a Browns fan. You guys know how it is. Sometimes it's it's more difficult than it's easy. Most of the time that's the case. Uh, right. but you know, it's going back and forth today, like, man, why why is it always something, right? Like, why why can't we just sit back and have like three years of peace? It's just never the case. Now, I understand that this front office and this ownership group, they do want to relentlessly pursue the improvement of, mm-hmm. of this team, right? That is their job. Um, right. We know that through reports, Jimmy Haslam has had his hand in this whole situation. Take that for what you will. Um, but I don't know, I, know if I, I would
0: I, like that, but I understand. No, it's, no. I don't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But man, like, I, I do trust in Andrew Berry right now. I, I think. He hasn't given us reason to really doubt that. Um, so, right. I mean, again, I will go out and say it. I, I am not in favor of Deshaun Watson coming to Cleveland. Um, I'll say that on record. And if he leads us to the Super Bowl, then then so be it. You know, um, I'm still not probably going to be that happy about it. <laughs> again, I don't think that winning should come at the cost of anybody, especially the 22 women. I will say that again. Um, I, I just, I don't love it. Now, We'll talk about Baker Mayfield one more time before we move on here. Ultimately, we all wanted this to work out. Now, I'm not saying that it's over. I, I don't think right. we're, we're there quite yet. It's not over until it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not good. <laughs> no. uh, we all wanted this to work out. It's okay to feel however you're feeling. I think everybody's emotions are all over the place. Not to play therapist here because I'm not qualified to do that. I'm sitting here literally drinking tequila. Uh, but... Feel feel the feelings that you have. If you're mad, be mad. Um, I'm pretty upset about it. I'm confused. I'm conflicted. Um, but it helps, Dustin, to get on here and talk about it. And and hear yeah. kind of, that we're all kind of in the same boat, right? Like, mm-hmm. we want stability. We want structure. And we want to win. Uh, but we all want it to kind of work out here. I, I just...
0: Well, I was talking sucks. to... The, it sucks. Yeah I, was, yeah, I was talking to our friends over, you know, Matt over at Cleveland Catch-Up today. And I really, truly... And you can go to Twitter, Facebook, wherever you want, and this is really, you know, where it's at, right? Fifty <laughs> percent um, of the fan base is all in for Baker, and the other fifty are like, "No, he's not good enough. We need to upgrade." I mean, this is a, this is kind of unique. Fan bases usually aren't like that, right? They're not like kind of half and half. But this this is a pretty evenly divided fan base. Like, you go to the brand. You know what I mean? It's int- but no, seriously. Like, think about that. You know when? Well, I'll give you an example. When Josh Allen was struggling, half their fan base wasn't throwing Josh Allen under the bus. Is what yeah. I, I guess what I'm trying to say. Like, it's weird how our fan base is always half in or half out. At least with this quarterback. And here's maybe here's the part. He's a very polarizing. Um, um he's a, he's polarizing- a
1: very polarizing person I mean no matter what he no matter what he does this fan base is you know all in or all out Um, I'll say this I I think that at this point um, obviously value winning but you value ethical decision making and and morality and Mm -hmm. all of those things Um, I just hope that Baker Mayfield's back and if he's not um that it's somebody else of high character um, Mm -hmm. that can get us to where we need to go, whether that's this year, next year, or it's a bridge until we get that guy. Um, I just don't want to be in kind of limbo of whether or not I need to be rooting for a certain player. I don't like that. I don't like having those, those battles. Um, And of course we do know, and I'm not, I'm not dismissing anything anybody else has done on the team that has had a questionable past. Um, I'm just saying with this decision looming right now, and uh, the inevitable picks and players that we would have to give up, I'm just not comfortable with it. Right. So we'll leave it at that. Um, again, I'm still, I am still conflicted in navigating through my emotions. So maybe talk to me next week and I'll say something different. I don't know. Uh, but here we are right now. Um, all right, let's transition here, Dustin, talk about some of the other transactions. Of course, before we do so, we want to talk about our friends over at Angelo's Pizza. Guys, if you're having a drink, Having some tequila like me, let me tell you this. Get yourself some Angelo's Pizza. Not only will it soak up that alcohol and make sure you get sobered up, um, but <laughs> it is the best pizza in the land. They've got a buttery, crispy crust topped with whatever you need. They do double layering. My goodness, it's fantastic over in Lakewood. Get yourself out there to Angelo's Pizza. Dustin and I do it every time we're in town. Yes. We head over. It is the best in the business. Mm-hmm. Okay, Dustin. Let's move on. No more quarterback talk.
0: Okay, how Let's about we talk forward about forward. how about we talk about a great wide receiver and Amari Cooper? Let's just talk
1: Amari about- Cooper to the Cleveland Browns. Since we spoke last time, Dustin, last Wednesday, which now feels like three years ago, this um, weekend.
0: Browns- yeah, this weekend. <laughs> and then the, weekend
1: the Browns yep. acquire Amari Cooper. Um for essentially just a fifth-round pick. Of course, the Browns yeah. are giving up a fifth and a sixth round, but we get Amari in a sixth round. So it's just a sixth-round pick swap. We give up a fifth-round pick. We get Amari Cooper, who's happy to be here. Um, I love Amari Cooper. Dustin, what was going through your brain when this happened?
0: Well, when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, crap, what did we give up? And I'm like, huh? Like, I'm like, is the Dallas Cowboys having a garage sale? And are they just uh, getting away players? Okay, that must be happening. So, yes, I was a little shocked, but um, it's a lot of money, right? It's $20 million a year, but clearly the Browns have removed a lot of cap stuff in the last five days, right? So that salary looks a little more palatable now, right, if we don't have to restructure or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like it. He's a number one route runner, Um you know, depending on who that quarterback is and who's going to throw to him, I feel very confident uh, he can get minimum eight to 12 touchdown passes for us a year. I I feel very good with this pick. Um, I think it was a good move for the Browns, and I don't really understand. I understand the reasoning behind the money, but I just don't think CeeDee Lamb or any of those other kind of guys over – in Dallas are at that level yet. So you're giving a lot away, I guess, in production. Yeah. Right. That's where I kind of came from. It's like a lot of productions going out the door, you know, like, so yeah. that was
1: um, ultimately Dustin, I was pretty surprised at the, uh, the Cowboys giving him up. I think he, yeah. you know, he's durable. Um, he's consistent. Um, Just looking at some of his stats here, too, and his route running ability. You know, he's one of those players, should Baker Mayfield remain in this building and remain the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns? He's one of those players that will not freelance too much. He's going to be where he needs to be when he needs to be there. He's a precise route runner. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he's never played less than 14 games in the season. Uh, He's totaled over 70 receptions in five seasons. So he's productive. Um, he's reliable, he's durable, and he's consistent. When you look at the things that the Cleveland Browns value as we approach this draft, it's age, right? We know that they, they like those young players um, yep. coming out of the draft. Um, high production at a big-time program or university. Amari Cooper kind of fits all of those categories, even in the NFL. Highly productive um, with Oakland and in Dallas, yep. formerly of the Alabama Crimson Tide some big time programs. He's, he doesn't shy away from the moment. Uh, you know, he's, he's been in playoff games. He's had some big time moments and you know, he's made some big time plays in those moments. So I think we got him. I think it's highway robbery, Dustin, but man, I still can not believe that they made this one come true.
0: Did you see any of his presser today, uh, with the Browns at all? Yeah. Uh, Kind of a class act, not going to be a flashy, Kind of guy, he's gonna. He, he he seems like he kind of goes about his business like Nick Chubb. You're not gonna get a lot of emotion out of him, he's just gonna do his job. Um, and he's like, Hey, I'm excited here. The fan base is great. Um, I can't get, I can't wait to get started and start winning football games. I mean, he you know, he checks all the boxes. And you know, Ali, we talked about this. I thought the Browns were going to address, you know, the wide receiver position in free agency and maybe not be so hard pressed at number 13 to go get a quarter, you know, now I didn't think that, I mean, we all dreamed about Amari Cooper a couple of weeks ago, but we're like, okay, well now it's a reality, right? Like we, we took care of a huge, like he's our number one, right? Like there's no question. He's the number one, right? Like, so. Yeah. Well um, now
1: without question leading, leading us to our next point here, Dustin, of course, that does come at the cost of Jarvis Landry. Um, We talk about emotion coming into this, that this was going to be a little bit more of an emotional show. And I'll tell you this now with, with, with Jarvis out, uh, a fan, an absolute fan favorite. Yeah. He changed, helped change the culture of this team. When we got him, remember we were 0 and 16, 1 and 15 the year before. We were desperate for a win. He mm-hmm. comes in, he elevates that wide receiver room. Um, of course, we wish nothing but the best for Jarvis we- Landry. We love him. Wish yeah. him nothing but the best. Um, but he will always. Devastating he
0: he'll always be enamored in Cleveland. They will always love him forever. I mean, I mean forever. I think he'll be one of those that can come back to Cleveland in 20 years, be welcomed with open arms. Like, Hey, it's Jarvis Landry. He's the guy that changed all the the culture in this place because we always talk about, it's almost as hard to win a lot as it is to lose a lot. Right. And to change that culture takes a seismic shift. And I think we all saw it in real time on HBO, hard knocks, when he late starts laying into wide receivers in the room, like, no, you don't think I'm hurt? I'm hurt every day in this room. But again, you know what? I go out there and I put my my life on the line for you guys. And you're right. He changed that culture. And I will be forever indebted for him doing that. So, uh, you know, forever Jarvis Landry will uh, always be, have a warm spot in my heart, for sure. So.
1: I'll tell you this, Browns fans, of course, we've got several jerseys. Um, And I know that at some points we've burned players jerseys when they leave Cleveland, but Jarvis Landry is not one of those. Hold on to that. You can always wear your Jarvis jersey wherever you have. No matter where. where, Wear that one with pride. Going to miss Jarvis. Absolutely. Uh, Another acquisition, uh, we do get Chase Winovich, uh, which is the former uh, defensive end of, Linebacker from the Patriots, formerly of Michigan, um, and in return, uh, the New England Patriots get Mac Wilson. So with that, uh, Mac Wilson, I, I think, was pretty uh, open about. Uh, him wanting to get out of Cleveland. I don't think that that was anything that was too quiet um, or too shocking. Uh, So we get Chase Winovich, who's happy to be here. And I think it does add some depth there on that defensive line. Um, He's listed as an outside linebacker. He can get after the quarterback. He can stop the run. Didn't have a ton of production last year. He did battle some injuries. Uh, I think he's still waiting to reach his peak in the National Football League. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he has battled through some injuries. I like this trade. I think bringing in Jeremiah Uso-Koromoa last year, you can take a Phillips back uh, out of injury, and then we just re-signed Anthony Walker back to a one-year deal. You feel pretty good about the off-ball linebackers and bringing in somebody like a Chase Winovich-Dustin to add some depth to getting after the quarterback into that defensive line. Your thoughts on that trade?
0: I like it. Um, uh, I guess I like it from the standpoint he's a little more versatile, right? Mm Mm-hmm. To your point, he kind of takes care of some of those needs of depth on the defensive line. Um, I watched some tape on him. He's an animal. Yeah. I, I mean, I watched him go in and just like destroy two players. Like, uh, he's, I, I mean, he's got kind of that blue collar, kind of kind of gets after the ball kind of guys. So I kind of like a guy like that. Um, and here's the truth he played in a New England Patriots defense, um, under Bill Belichick. So, you know, he's a good player. Um, and I guarantee you, he'll give everything the Browns want. So,
1: hey, two things here, um, and we'll get back to this here in a moment. Two two tweets that I just want to read. Um, one from actually both from Pro Football Talk. Uh, first one: If Baker Mayfield is out in Cleveland, the Lions should consider bringing him in. He'd fit perfectly with the team's current attitude and mindset. Not not sure I've thought of that. Um, but that could be <laughs> that could be something. Another one regarding Deshaun Watson uh, from P- uh, Pro Football Talk. Per source, Deshaun Watson is incredibly torn. He was impressed by the presentations from all four teams. They have made it very difficult for him to make a choice. There is yep. no specific timetable for a decision. Uh, so
0: Well, I was told, you know, like this came out last night, that everybody was very impressed how detailed the Browns were in their presentation. I know that was like they came away with like wow we did not know it was going to be
1: shocked by that like I think if I sat down with Andrew Berry Kevin Stefanski they would (laughs) blow me away obviously they're Ivy League grads like they're very very smart intelligent like man I'm sure they did put on a presentation I'm not this is not the Browns front office of of past like this is a very well this is
0: this is how good our front office is okay our assistant goes to become a GM for the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, that should just tell you how good our front office is, right? Like people are plucking from our own organization to make their organization better. You would have never heard those words five years ago. Someone from the Browns front office is going to another team to make them better. Like, that just that doesn't make sense, um, And right?
1: speaking of, because Quasi Adofu-Mensa heads over to Minnesota to become their GM, uh, we officially have been awarded the 99th pick overall in this year's yep. draft um, for the compensatory draft selection. So that's 99 overall, which is actually a pretty good pick there in the third now, round.
0: Yeah. So now we have two thirds. Yeah, uh, yeah. One, two, or one, one, one. Yeah. One. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, some other good news, Chris Hubbard back to provide some stability there on that offensive line. Of course, we do know that J.C. um has been released by the Cleveland Browns. With A su-
0: little surprised by that move, actually. Now, a little you know.
1: bit. Um, I had heard some conversation, some discussion on that. Obviously, a pretty big cap hit should we have kept him. Uh, but they did draft uh, Nick Harris to come in and be the backup center. We saw what he did in Green Bay this past, uh, this past season, giving up zero pressures. Uh, he's ready for the moment. They believe in him. And for Bill Callahan to go ahead and sign off on that to bring in um, Nick Harris as the starter and go ahead and release JC to, you know, free up some cap. Um, I think if Bill Callahan feels good about it, I think I can feel good about it. Uh, what I don't love is obviously losing leadership in that room, but you've got a ton of leaders on that line, Jack Conklin, Jedrick Wills, um, you know, obviously being the youngest at this point, well, him and Nick Harris, Joel Batonio and Wyatt Teller, you, you feel yeah. really good about that. Um, Now, if this were the Browns offensive line of three years ago, yeah, I'd have some pretty big hesitation. But right now you can afford this loss, although it is a big one.
0: Well, it feels like they obviously have a lot of confidence in Nick Harris. I mean, yeah. that's what it tells me. And it saves them roughly 5 to $6 million. So I think they also feel – this is some areas. Again, this is why I think the Browns know more than they're putting out there in the public.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I did some easy, easy math there, Allie. I, I think the Browns have saved at least $30 million in cap space. I mean, That's yeah, about I mean, that number. Is that sound about right? About $30 uh, million I don't numbers. have it in
1: front of me, and I don't want to, to misguide yeah. anybody. But, yeah, you're, you're in that ballpark.
0: Right. And if you're moving that kind of money around and trying to get it out of town, mm-hmm. you're trying to do something, right? Like, again – Andrew Barry, and we trust. Like he's obviously doing these things. Not they're calculated, right? He's right. just these aren't willy nilly things that he's goes. Oh, you know, we can do without. You know, J. C. Treasure. Well, he'll be fine. Yeah, you know, like.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, you're you're absolutely right. Um, some other transactions that took place. I'm just going to mention the guys that we get in versus the guys that are out via trade, via free agency, what what and, have you. I'm just going to go through the ins yeah. and the outs. Um, yeah. So in we get Amari Cooper. Chase Winovich, Taven Bryan, the former first-round pick in 2018 yep. um, out of Jacksonville. Also, some more depth there on that defensive line. Uh, Jakim Grant out of Miami, the punt return specialist. You feel pretty darn good about that. I, I got to tell you,
0: that kind of fixes a woe on the Browns football team. I like that, by the yeah. way. Yeah, we'll,
1: we'll get to him in here, here in a second. Um, Anthony Walker back, of course, as well as Chris Hubbard. Um, the Browns have either released, traded, Left in free agency, whatever. These are guys that are out the door. JC Treader, uh, Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper being a post June 1 designation. We talked about that last week. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that, that comes as too big of a shock to anybody with no. the franchising of, of David Njoku and the emergence of uh, Harrison Bryant. Right. Um, MJ Stewart left to go to Houston. Andy Janovich uh, and Hollywood Higgins to the Carolina Panthers here in my backyard. So, um, and just a couple other things here. The Browns are also not tendering Steven Carlson. I uh, again, I don't think a, a huge shock. Those are just kind of some of the highlights. If I missed any, forgive me. Um, these are just kind of some of the highlights. But let's talk about Jakeem Grant, uh, Dustin. What are your thoughts on him? I think this is a really interesting move to bring in because we had the question marks with a Demetric Felton, um, with an Anthony Schwartz, and them just not quite really being able to get the job done last year thoughts on bringing him in to, to fulfill that role
0: i mean obviously i believe he had was it two or three touchdowns last year uh, a couple uh i know he had one that he ran back um but a pro-, pro bowler right like i just think this really just fixes a need on the browns right like i don't know about you ali but there were times last year when the ball got kicked to the browns it's like oh okay they got it okay mm-hmm. all right we we, we we have a clean possession i this excites me a little bit. I think this brings some excitement and uh, maybe a little Josh cribs back to the Browns, right? (laughs) A little like, you know, like that could be a little fun to see a little excitement back there and not just take a knee in the end zone. Right. I'm ready for this. Let's get some field position. So I like this move Uh, again. I think the Browns saw this as a need, right. That they had to address and shore up Uh, special teams. They always say you can win or lose a football game on special teams and in and, and we this was, last year. <laughs> so, um I think this is where they said, "Hey, look, this guy's available. Um we think we can get him at the right price." And, you know, he can you can use him a wide receiver too. So again, this gives you uh you know, we like to use the word Swiss Army knife, but he's multifaceted in that in that regard, so I like it. I, this is one of the more happy moves I like. So.
1: Yeah, and this is coming from clevelandbrowns.com. Um Uh, Let me read this to you. So he's a six-year veteran. Um, He's explosive. He's returned 119 career punts uh, for 1,228 total yards, uh, 10.3 yards per return. Uh, He scored four touchdowns, including two in the last two seasons, and also returned 110 kickoffs for 2,699 yards. That's 34.5 yards per return. Also two touchdowns, including a 102-yard return uh, in week one of 2018. Um, and then he also scored the longest punt return of 2021, um, which was a 97 yard return. So yeah. he was a, a Pro Bowler last season as a returner. So this is a big time, big time get. Now, it might not be that big time splash that we all thought it was going to be, right. but guys, I think that this is something you can really look forward to and adding to the consistency and stability of the special teams unit.
0: Well, it's also a guy that can change a game, right? Like you need to spark your offense or something, and he comes out and gets you, you know, he's one of those things that. If you're, I don't know, I just, special teams can change a football game sometimes when you need a spark. And I just kind of like this move again, gives us more depth in a position that we definitely needed help in. And I think it solidifies that position and also helps upgrade the entire position at that point. So,
1: no, you're, you're spot on. Uh Dustin, why don't you tell our friends about our good friends over at Stadium Mustard?
0: Well, our good friends at Stadium Mustard, obviously, it is the best stadium mustard in the land, but also the best brown mustard you can get. And a good thank you to them for uh, helping sponsor our Las Vegas trip to uh, the NFL draft. Uh, but if you don't have Stadium Mustard in your cabinet, uh, there's just something wrong with you. Because if you're a Browns fan, you have to have Stadium Mustard in there. And I've had friends at Even Work going, hey, 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 when are you going to get some more of that mustard? I really like it. So um, people like it. So um, if you don't have it, go get it.
1: It's iconic. It's got the iconic flavor, the iconic taste. If you don't have that, like Dustin said, you're doing something wrong. Along with our friends over at Cleveland Ketchup, guys, you can get – they've got four delicious flavors. They've got the classic, which is my favorite because – I'm a traditionalist, you know. We've got the classic. Uh, they've got the ghost pepper, which will knock your socks off. They've got a bacon and bourbon, which is very good on burgers, by the way. Um, and they now have a garlic and dill. So make sure you have your hands on stadium mustard and Cleveland ketchup this offseason. Dustin, what were some other moves around the league that kind of stunned you? I'll throw one at you. Vaughn Miller to Buffalo. Six years, $120 million.
0: I'm in the wrong Professionally is what it told me like you going to get I, after the
1: quarterback dustin what's that i so, said are you going to get after the quarterback
0: i don't know man but i could you know i'll do it for i don't know hundred thousand a year i don't know maybe you know i'll take a discount i'm just saying that's a lot of money i think they said it's like 17 point something um on the front end per year um again older player right um i know he was very uh his heartstrings were pretty uh, – I know that he was really torn. Um, McVeigh got into the final, final conversation with him about this. But here's the truth. The Rams couldn't pay him that or come probably even close to it, right? But he probably had some emotional tie because he won a Super Bowl there, right? And, and you know, he had some camaraderie and stuff. So that would be tough. Like, hey, man, I just want a ring. Um, and then, you know, I – you know, and then I lose it, so –
1: Um, you know that one got me you know what else got me was Christian Kirk that one I look I thought that one he was going to be much cheaper than what he was um, (laughs) and I was all in on on Cleveland bringing him in now knowing what he got no absolutely not no thank you um but Christian Kirk from Arizona goes to Jacksonville for four years 72 million dollars yeah it's insane it's insane.
0: Well, Allie, here's a question for you. Are the Browns still in the market for like an Allen Robinson, in your opinion?
1: Well, I, right now, I think that the biggest question mark quickly went to quarterback, like quickly. Um, You know, it's funny, Dustin, last, I almost just said last year, last week we were so dialed in on, on wide receiver, right? Like that was the biggest area of concern Mm -hmm. uh, along with defensive line. And, you know, we thought that maybe we'd be able to get our hands on somebody like a, a Christian Kirk, DJ Shark, uh, who went to Detroit, actually, in kind of a surprise move. Um, even, even uh, an Amari Cooper, right? And of course, he mm-hmm. does come to Cleveland. Uh, but now, kind of that spotlight being brightly shined on the corner or on the quarterback position, mm-hmm. I think that kind of overshadows everything else right mm-hmm. now. That is clearly and obviously the biggest area of concern. Um, but if we can figure that out in the next hopefully a couple of days here, put mm-hmm. this all to rest. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely do. Whether it's Baker Mayfield, whether it's somebody else, I think yeah. that at this point with the departure of Jarvis Landry and the emergence of an Amari Cooper, um, I think that they, they still address this in the draft, but I definitely think that somebody like an Allen Robinson could be available. Um, I at the same time, though, I'm not entirely sure that the Cleveland Browns would go in that direction just based off of probably what he's expected to get. Um, right. I still think There's maybe a few other names that are floating around there, but I think that this is something that they heavily address now in the draft. If not, maybe another trade, small trade.
0: Yeah, so let me throw this at you. Um, not a lot of smoke out there on Clowney, right? Yeah. Uh, um, but this is classic Clowney. He waits, right? to vet and try to get the biggest deal he can. Um, I don't know. Just nobody really signed him quickly or there's no smoke out there for him. Quite frankly, I think the best place for him is Cleveland um, opposite Miles Garrett. It's a great fit. And look how great of a production of a year he had. Um, Do you think there's a better possibility of him coming back now that kind of the smoke is cleared for him coming back on a one or two year deal to the Browns? Do you see that?
1: Here's what I see. Um, and Jadavion Clowney has kind of expressed this over the past few seasons. Um, he's going to take his time. He is going to take his time in making a decision, right? We know that he's a veteran. Maybe he'll, if he if he prolongs his decision, that, that might mean that maybe he's not going to show up to a, an OTA or a training camp. He, it'll prolong that. Um, and he'll show up for training camp and be ready to go for the season. So I think he's going to take his time. Ultimately, I think the Cleveland Browns are the best destination for him, as you mentioned, alongside Miles Garrett. He he had his most productive career, really, or excuse me, productive season in his career since being in Houston. Uh, I don't know. I think that it's definitely a possibility, but the way that I'm seeing everything play out right now, I think he's going to go try to get the most money. I just don't see that that market's out there right now, Mm -hmm. unless a team like I'm going to throw Tampa Bay out there. Tom Brady's back, which we didn't even get to, which is just <laughs> mind boggling because there's so much other stuff going on. But let's I'm just say, it, like, Tom Brady's back. Tampa Bay's all in on running it back. They need additional help on the defensive line. Yep. They give him the one year, you know, 15, 20 million, you know, maybe, maybe if he can go make more money that way. But right. look, he wants probably a longer term deal with the most money that he can get. I'm not sure that's in Cleveland, but I think he probably will have the most success in Cleveland. I don't know what he values, but if it were me, I, I'd pick Cleveland. But I'm also biased.
0: Yeah. Um, heavily. I'm just trying to think. Do you think the Browns address any more defensive needs?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. Um, I mean,
0: I mean, in free agency, sorry, not so much the draft. But well,
1: you know, Dustin, it does depend, right? If they do pursue. Dis- Deshaun Watson and they have to give up a corner or if they have to give up a linebacker or, you know, we, we don't know defensively what they'd have to give up in terms of a player. Let's just say it's a corner or safety. Yeah, I definitely think that there's free agent options out there right now that would and c- could potentially make sense. Um Right now, as the roster is currently constructed, no, that's something you probably address in the draft. Um yeah. Just depending on how this potential trade goes down if they do have to trade, uh, maybe a, a corner or safety. Yeah. I definitely think that they would, they would bring that in in free agency.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just interesting. Um, do you also think this off season, there was a lot more transactional stuff come quickly and fast than it ever has before. Like, you know what I mean? Like in free agency this year, it just seems like there's so much buzz out there and so many moving pieces and parts. It just, it seems like it's not the normal, free agency. It's more of a frenzy this time around, um, and maybe that's with the whole start of Russell Wilson to the Broncos, yeah. and then that just kind of set it off, but I don't know. that just, Yeah,
1: yeah no, I think um, obviously you had some big names here. Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, even yep. Russell Wilson, and we saw some of these big names move quickly, um, and I think we saw more movement in the quarterback market this year than we had probably mm-hmm. in previous years, and it just kind of got that ball rolling, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure that it's too much different than what we've seen in the past um but ultimately dustin i think that this is kind of setting the standard nfl free agency is just going to be nuts it, yeah. it's the way that it's going to be but, so and, i don't know
0: and it also proves to me that players i mean I, i'm learning more and more this is a business like this is just a business transaction That's for players that. That is uh, that. and that proved it to me with the von miller like i just want a ring And I need to, you know, I'm going to go get paid, right? I'm going to the Bills, and I'm going to be there for six years. Maybe he's not there those whole six years. But I'm saying still, that's a big payday, right? Like, that's a huge payday for someone like that. Um, A little question. I know we didn't want to get back into the quarterback situation. But, Al, if Baker Mayfield, and it feels more and more like every minute, he's not going to be our quarterback anymore. Where do you think the best fit for Baker Mayfield is if he's not a Cleveland Brown?
1: Well, it's hard to say without some of these other dominoes falling, right? We don't know where Jimmy Garoppolo is going, um, if Derek Carr would be available, um, Mariota. We don't really know where some of these other right. guys are going to go, but let's just let's just play the game right now of uh, as it's currently constructed. And again, guys, I think for those of you that are maybe just joining us, um, we did discuss this kind of in-depth earlier. We encourage you to go back, watch our quarterback discussion. Um, uh, we're all kind of in favor of, we, we, we want this to work out with Baker um, over kind of this Deshaun Watson situation. Now, I'm speaking for me. I'm not saying most of the fan base, but this discussion that we've had and some of the comments that we've had, that's kind of been the overall consensus. Um, so if you're just now joining us, we're just kind of doing some hypotheticals here. So in the event that this relationship is beyond repair with Baker Mayfield, uh, I do think Indianapolis would be a good fit. Sure. Um, I also think... Dark horse here, uh Las Vegas would make sense. Really?
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, Josh McDaniel's out there, he's the head coach. He was very open even when he was interviewing with the Cleveland That's Browns about wanting true. to coach Baker Mayfield. That's he was true. open uh in twenty eighteen when the draft was going on that you he br- loved Baker Mayfield. And
0: so did Bill Bill Belichick. Correct. And they, and they made a call to the Browns what are you doing with your first pick you know yeah so good point like that yeah, that is kind of that's something
1: what i saw just based off of coaching um you know i i've seen rumors out there that maybe there's an arizona kyler and baker swap <laughs> like this is silly season right now
0: no. Um, no and no and no okay i have my own personal opinions about kyler murray and that could yeah, be yeah I, I think show. that's ridiculous that could be a whole other show i don't think he should have taken the baseball contract. I'm just going to leave it at that. He's a professional baseball player and he's really good at it and he chose the wrong curve. That's his-
1: well, well, that's another discussion. But <laughs> you know, I think I think I could also see New Orleans could make a lot of sense for Baker yeah. Mayfield. Now, I think but it makes way or- more sense but is that with pre- John or- Payton. Yes. Makes way more sense with even yeah. now I could still see it. The way the roster works, I could still see it, but I mean, you have to think Indianapolis right now. Um, Vegas is the one that sticks out at me, though. That's kind of the – I don't know if it's a dark horse or if it's just my hot take, but that makes a lot of sense to me. And even Detroit, I, that – I could see that happening.
0: Yeah, and I could also see so Cleveland, Baker Mayfield, going and winning a Super Bowl for another football team, too. That would mm-hmm. be so Cleveland, too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But let's hope that is-
1: – <laughs> Another one, um, Josh Leonard threw it out there. Seattle, that's another one yeah. I didn't mention that could could make sense. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I do think in 48 hours from now, we'll have some very concrete. God,
1: I hope so. God, I hope so. But if not, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make that all Cleveland sandwich dust. I'm going to start out (laughs) with that Orlando Baking Company bread. My goodness. By the way, if you are looking for a job, make sure you head on over to their social media or check out their website. Uh, They are hiring. Great company to work for. They're a family-owned and operated company, and they have the best morals and values. We talk about that a lot on this show. Go check them out, Orlando Baking Company. On top of that, throw on some five star meats. Because you know what, Dustin? There ain't no wiener like a five star wiener. I like the hot sausage. Uh, they've got burgers, hot dogs. They have it all. Sausage, whatever. Whatever you need, they got it. Head on up to Cleveland, get yourself some five star meats. Top it off with some Stadium mustard, some Cleveland ketchup. My goodness, you've got the best sandwich in all the land. What about you, Dustin? Where do you think is the best location? for Baker Mayfield if it's not Cleveland.
0: Um Indy makes sense, right? They got rid of a quarterback, they shipped one out. Um you know, I know the owner was very vocal and not wanting Carson Wentz back or you know <laughs> yeah. because of the four picks in the Jacksonville Jaguars game that basically uh you know, kept him out of the playoffs, but Also, Baker threw four picks in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So um, that probably cost the Cleveland Browns a playoff game. Um, So, you know, I'm just saying, like, you know, like, you know, get what you get. Right. So here's the other thing. Like, I just I just don't know. Like, you're right. There's so many dominoes that still have to fall. Uh, One of the other teams that I could see him going to. This may sound weird, but the Eagles uh the eagles you know because or or could you see him going to carolina i mean could you see that
1: with that roster no i can't okay i can't um i mean look they need a quarterback and maybe they've exhausted all options and that's the cheapest and best option for them maybe right um high upside they they do have you know, they still have Christian McCaffrey, of course, that I know that they're looking to get rid of because he can't stay healthy and his contract is just obnoxious. Uh, right. But Matt Rule, you know, he's kind of – I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily call him on the hot seat, but kind of. You know, right. he does need to get some wins, and maybe that best option is is Baker Mayfield. Look, I'd like it. You know, if Baker Mayfield's not going to be on the Cleveland Browns, let him be in the NFC. I, I think that that's probably the best option. I'd like it here. I could head on up to Caroline and go watch him because I like the guy. I, I mean, want to root for him, but I don't and
0: know. And here's a question we haven't talked about, Ali. You know, there's rumors out there, but I don't know, you know, if this is true. Is he a fit in Houston? Like, I mean, we haven't really talked about that. You know, do they accept well, him? They-
1: well, here's the thing, Dustin. There are reports that should this trade go through, Baker Mayfield would not be in that trade pack- package. Okay, okay, um, well, It's okay. a separate transaction uh, to to a third team.
0: Okay, so then so, he would not be part of that. Okay. Probably
1: not. I mean, look, I think that they have something in Davis Mills. I, I don't think he's going to lead him to the promised land, but like, you know, I think right. that they've got something there in Davis Mills. He's a decent quarterback, and uh, Bertie's biting my hand right now. She said, "Look, you've been on the show long enough. I'm tired of hearing about Sean Watson and Baker Mayfield." But,
0: uh, Sally <laughs> I'm not going to lie, you might have made a tweet today that made me laugh about your dog okay, doing. Let's talk about this.
1: I got to tell you guys about this. It's the end of the show. We have got nothing else to talk about. So I'm walking my dog, Birdie. You all know her. She's a golden retriever, the light of my life. Um, and I had her out on the beach, as I always do. And every morning, you know, we go out and go to the beach, go for a walk. And we're out there. And she was doing her business. Okay.
0: Which is what dogs do in the morning. She
1: doing her business. And I was letting her go. And this is important to know that she was without being too graphic she was kind of struggling a little bit okay it, she she had a lot to eat yesterday she was kind of struggling and we get out there so she went I'm picking it up I'm throwing it away and she had to go again is my point right and the second the second time <laughs> this couple comes up and she's clearly doing what she's doing couple and comes by up- the way,
0: anybody that owns a dog, Knows what position a dog is in when it's doing its duty. I'm just pointing that out there.
1: She's hunched over. She's doing her thing. Right. And and this couple comes up. They clearly see what's happening. And they look at me and they say, oh, is she friendly? I said, yeah, she is. Oh, can I pet her? And I had to say, with this look on my face, <laughs> uh, she's literally pooping. <laughs> thinking that they would just walk away. And that's an awkward enough situation. No, no, no. They said, waiting. they said oh, okay, we'll wait. So they stood, watched her finish doing what she was doing, waited until I picked it up, bagged it up. And then they started petting her.
0: Allie, you know, that's, it's going to be a, a rough, weird day when that starts your day. I'm just saying. And like that's, that's, that's,
1: what I, that's what I said. And that's what I knew was going to be a weird day. Yeah. All that before 9am.
0: That was going to set your day. <laughs>
1: Well, and it's important to note my dog, she has, um, a lot of food allergies. Like she, she's oh, okay. allergic to chicken. She's allergic to peanut butter. So she's on a very strict diet. Um, you know, it's.
0: So my, so Bronco has skin, you know, bulldogs have skin conditions. Like they are just a walking, uh, veterinarian's dream, but, um, <laughs> they, uh, he has to have uh, salmon basically fish he yeah. that's he has to he has to have that because he gets like he gets like little like almost like pimples like like you know like on yeah. his skin and stuff and he's just he just he just has to eat weird food and i'm like your bag of dog food's like 56 dollars every time i go i'm like this well, is ridiculous yeah it's I like wow know. that's very expensive dog food you she eat better than lamb
1: he eats lamb i know like I
0: know. lamb rice is it the, like the lamb rice yeah it's lamb
1: oat and rice or something i don't know what yeah. It is, but, yeah 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 She's allergic to everything. So, yeah,
0: Yeah.
1: but Dustin, any closing thoughts as we wrap up on a beautiful Wednesday evening?
0: I feel a little better. This helped me get. I do too. I feel good. Um, We have no updates. Baker Mayfield is still the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Everybody Um, there have been no trades, Um, but if there is, we will of course alert you of that. You know, um, but, Allie, I just – this has been a week. This has been a week. Yeah. I am looking forward to March Madness tomorrow. I am looking forward to that and watching some Mar- – more. I know you're a huge basketball fan, so I'm looking forward Can to wait? March Madness. I can't wait. I'm rooting on uh, – watch my watch my Boise State uh, Broncos tomorrow take on the
1: – Who you, who'd you take to win it all? Arizona. I did too.
0: I took Arizona. Yeah, so yeah. did
1: I. It was between yeah. them and Gonzaga I took Arizona.
0: Well, and I had Baylor coming out against Gonzaga – and i've said baylor is a very physical basketball team and i had them not matching up well with gonzaga again mm-hmm. and having their way with them and so yeah i had uh arizona get into the final hmm. how far did you have do you have auburn going pretty far
1: i had auburn getting pretty far i think i had them in the elite 8
0: duke how far do you have duke this being i had
1: him, i ha- who did i have them
0: just me, you know, this is his last uh, i ha- i
1: think i had them going out in in the elite 8 as well i forget forget exactly i don't have it in front of me but yeah i I didn't have him get into the final four
0: there are some fascinating teams in this tournament though that that are very interesting so much fun
1: it's gonna be so much fun i love it and
0: you know the mountain west had four teams get in this year four so you had um colorado state's a really good basketball team um you know it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out but uh Mm -hmm. um there's always going to be that 11th or 12th seed that's going to knock off somebody because it always happens so um but no i'm looking forward to it um I kind of wish I could go because they're in Portland, not too far from here. The first and second rounds, we get them in Boise sometimes here, um, every three or four years. But uh, I like March Madness; it's fun. I've been, Have you ever been to a March Madness alley, like a first and second round? I'm telling you, it is it is fun because it's win or go home, right? Like these teams are just it's it's like a whole another level um, when you get in that arena. and These teams know that if they don't win, you know they're heading home. So it's it's a cool atmosphere if you ever get the opportunity.
1: Yeah, I can't wait. All right, guys, let's go ahead and wrap up. We're 12 minutes over. Um, <laughs> and here, here's the thing. It's been exhausting. Um, This has been an emotional whirlwind. Stick it through. We're going to be fine. We're going to get through it. Glad we all were able to come and talk about it over <laughs> a drink. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. If we have any updates, of course, you know we will share them with you. So, guys, with that, stay safe, stay healthy, and as always, Browns fans, go Browns.
0: Go Browns.